Hello, welcome to another episode of It's a Book Thing. Um, I'm here, Kaylee, with my co-host. Co-host! I'm so excited. I told all my friends that I got promoted on the podcast, and they were all super happy for me. That is great. So my co-host, Ben, and today... A.K.A. Dad. Yeah, okay. A.K.A. Dad. And uh, my special and a special guest today... Um, do you want to introduce yourself? I am Brayden. Yeah. Brother Brayden. Yep. <laughs> We're super excited to have Brayden on the pod this time. Yeah, it's really exciting. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, hello. My name is Brayden. Um, I love video games and Legos and I have a giant Clone Wars collection. Yep. I play a lot of Battlefront and Minecraft and and as a Minecraft and and Battlefront pro, I am almost always playing it. Actually, yeah. Every once in a while, I get to play with him, uh, but I'm I'm mostly just there so that Braden can show how good he is, and he can he can shoot all the stormtroopers or battle droids or whoever we're fighting against, and I can fumble around. Yeah, I can just attack as a reinforcement while Dad yeah. def- defeats a bunch of enemies as um, a specialist or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. And, um, today we are doing an episode on Stranger Things, which I am really excited about because we just watched this, yep. like, for the first time, and it was fantastic. Yeah, we did, we did a family binge. Um, it started out, we were going to watch one episode of Stranger Things, and then we were going to kind of go through the whole month of October, and it was going to be a special, like, spooky Halloween thing, and then what ended up happening is I took a four-day weekend from work, and we watched all three seasons in a row. And I loved it. It would have been so painful if we had to wait. Yeah. But I was always the one that was like, one more episode. Yeah. We want one more episode. Oh, we're going to end up watching four episodes in one night, which is like Brain, four hours. Brain's a super, super episode pusher. Not just for Stranger Things, but for a lot of shows that we watch. The one more episode, please... He's got some real good, like, little boy doe eyes that <laughs> makes it hard to say no to. I know we watched eight episodes in one day for the second season. Mm. Yeah, and it was fantastic, and probably partly because of Brayden. No, we watched nine episodes, because <laughs> that's how long's in the season. Yeah. Well, we watched one episode the day before. So. Oh, yeah, I remember, because we were like, we can. I got Dad into watching one episode when we were originally not going to watch any. Yeah, and you two have done a subsequent kind of re-binge on it, haven't you? Yes, it was amazing. It was really fun. We watched the whole show again right after watching the show for the first time, which was awesome. Okay, so why did you guys like it so much? Like, what made you just really fall in love with it? Well, number one, I particularly loved monsters mm. and it's a whole monster segment coming up later yeah <laughs> and of course i loved the debbie gorgon i thought it was so crazy awesome and it gave me a lot of crazy awesome jump scares and stuff <laughs> and i think it's one of the my favorite reasons about loving it also the characters are so good in the show and I yeah think that was going to be my reason for for loving it is yeah. i just i love the characters and then they do a good job, which a lot of shows don't do, of, like, adding new characters as you go that you also kind of enjoy being with. Um, you know, R.I.P. Bob 
from season two, who we'll talk about a little bit more later. But that that's really like the monsters, the scariness, and then for me, just the characters and how they grow and change over time. Kaylee, what was the the reason that you loved it so much? Well, I think I can agree with you where I really love the characters and I love that I feel like for a lot of shows and movies I don't grow attached to characters because I just you know I you see them for only a little bit and you have so many characters you have to cover but they did it really well because like normally in shows they kind of just go with like you get like 45 minutes at most of character development but not just one character like all of the characters or the characters kind of have a shtick and they do it all the time and that's why you love of them but they don't really grow quite as much yeah and i feel like they did the crushes and stuff well as well where it's mm. not you know it's forced which was it's nice. also not very embarrassing to watch when you're yeah. trying to watch that's it. a that's a great 10 year old take right there yeah didn't didn't have to hide my head under the blanket too frequently <laughs> Come on. it wasn't forced on me yeah season three was the worst in that yeah. way Okay, so um, I know we've discussed that we really love the characters. Who was your favorite characters? Um, my favorite character, honestly, was Steve, number one. Steve the Hare Harrington. Yeah, my favorite thing was his Elvis hair. It was very, very <laughs> funny. I loved his Elvis hair. But I really, really enjoyed him and Dustin together, and I think that was an awesome thing. But he's very funny. He also saved, um, what's her name? Jonathan Brooke. and Nancy. Yeah, Jonathan and Nancy. But I think that was awesome. Also, he's very, very funny, especially in season three. Honestly, he was a total jerk in season one. Yeah, yeah. And then he was a bit better in season two. And then season three, he was the best character ever. Yeah, and he's got great chemistry with everybody. So who, whoever the actor is who plays Steve, like, he's really good at connecting with people he's with. And I think that's why he got to be such a bigger part of the show and took up a bigger part of our heart. Yeah, yes. because... I'm going to be honest. In the first season, I kind of wanted him to get eaten by a demigorgon. And then... <laughs> wow. Hot take. I think it Steve. It was honestly... Demigorgon lunch. <laughs> yeah, well, it would have been a funny death scene. I, like, I genuinely, like, when he got punched a bunch by Jonathan, he was, like, bleeding all over his face. I was like, are you going to get attacked? Yeah, probably deserved it, yeah. But then in the second season, I loved him, and I didn't want him to die at all. And then third season was a genuine concern for me. Yeah. I was like, no, do not kill off Steve. He's the best. Kaylee, who was your favorite character? Um, Honestly, so I'd like to start off saying I really just like the kids in general because mm. I love all of them. But really my favorite was probably Dustin because he is incredible and he's like he's really great he's hilarious and I swear the never-ending story part was just the greatest it was just fantastic and he's like never-ending story no nobody's gonna do it with me I don't know I thought we were I thought we were having a moment okay um (laughs) something about eyeballs I think I I I don't remember yeah, yeah, Dustin, Dustin is great. Um, my favorite character is Lucas. I tried to put myself in kind of the shoes of being a kid that age and who do I think I would have hung hang out with the most. And I really felt like all of, out of all of them, Lucas, um, when I was that age, I was really into hunting and, or not hunting, hiking and camping. And uh, I had all of the gear that he has 
and I did some wilderness survival stuff. And so I think we would have connected there. And then it seems like he's seen a lot of the inappropriate action movies from the 80s that I watched when I was that age. So some Rambo, and some Terminator, and maybe some Get to the Chopper. What is that from? No, the reference is just way over everybody's head in here. Um, is it from... Get to the Chopper. I have literally no <laughs> idea what is that is. Predator or something? Yes, it's from Predator. Yeah! I won! <laughs> yeah, Braden's on the fringe of watching some inappropriate shows, I'm sure. <gasps> Yay! I'm excited. Okay, so um, I know we've, like, we've now discussed the main characters. Who's your favorite, like, I don't know, like, less care, like, main character, but, like, we still love them. Like, yeah. fringe character. Yeah, my, my favorite fringe character was Bob the Samwise Gamgee. Um, he was so good in season two. He came in and, like... Said a lot of dad jokes, which I really appreciated. But he also, like, really cared about Joyce and Will and Jonathan. And he tried his best to connect with them, even if it was awkward and embarrassing, which I can relate to as the dad of a recently turned teenager. Um, and so, she, John, and, and when Bob died, it was just, it was gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. And It was honestly sad. Um, a lot more sad than any death in Stranger Things. Yeah, I think so too. Because also Joyce was devastated, and I feel really bad for her in like yeah. every single season. Because mm-hmm. the first season, Will like left, and they never, and she thought she would never see him again. Yeah, he was dead, and then she had this awesome connection with Bob, and then Bob died, and she was alone. And it yeah. was really sad. Yeah. I feel like I saw him in, like, doing the slow-mo, and I, like, knew. As soon as it flips to slow-mo, you're like, oh, here comes a demo-dog. Demo because, like, they're not going to do a slow-mo, like, gasp, 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 without him just immediately being leaped on by a demigorgon. Yeah. This is what is going to happen, and it was devastating. Kaylee, who's your kind of on-the-fringes character? I'm going to be honest. I know we only saw this character for, like, two episodes. Mm. But I really liked Barbara. Yeah. And it was sad. And I really thought she was amazing. And I definitely know the second time we watched it, I was, like, a lot, like, very sad. Because I was like, you're amazing. You're sarcastic. You yeah, she could have been a great character in the in the, in the the subsequent seasons. But it really drives Nancy, I think. Like, Nancy probably felt the same way that you do about Barb. I don't know. I a like lot she'd... more, probably. Well, as they were growing up. And so, like, probably her her leaving the story so soon really fueled Nancy and helped her see that she was headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, because, like, Dan- like, Barbara was fantastic, and she realized that Steve was kind of the worst at that point, and she just, like, it was yeah. really sad. <sighs> okay, um, so I think for the next part, we want to talk about who our favorite characters were teamed up. Like, who do we like to just be interacting together? Um, so I'm going to start this time, and I like to say I really liked Jonathan and Nancy together. Because in, like, the first season when they first teamed up, I feel like in the second season, third season, they're, like, dating, so it's less of, a, like, a team-up or more just what yeah. happens. Their team-up leads to a larger team-up in life. Sure. <laughs> sure um but it was really it was like great and i feel like it was good that jonathan was there when she was almost eaten by the demigorgon yeah. it was really great that he was able to do that so i guess in some ways like I've, i know when she was gonna like they she goes into the tree to get to the 
um, upside down. And yeah. I feel like we were all yelling at her to get Jonathan first and not just go in there. So it's probably better that they didn't bring yeah. Jonathan because that could have gone differently. I think one of the things I liked about that team up was kind of the reversal of kind of the gender roles that you would see in shows. Like where the guy would shoot the gun and be like the most competent and brave Right. And the girl would be kind of like, no, no, don't do that. But in this one, like Jonathan is the one who's really reticent all the time. And Nancy's the one who like really kicks butt all the time. And it's fantastic. It is fantastic. It was great to see her. I didn't see that coming, honestly, when the show started. Yeah. And also, um, another episode, we talked about how she's like a Slytherin. And so I love that. She's Mm. like so fantastic. And I'm not going to get into the reasons, but it's... So um, my favorite is Dustin, which is actually... Dustin. Steve and Dustin. <laughs> Steve and Dustin in season two, they had a minor team up in season two, which was yeah. still awesome. But the season three team up was probably the best team up in the whole show because yeah. Steve and Dustin were, were super funny, super fun. Yeah, they riffed together so well. Yeah, and it was really, really fun, and I really enjoyed it. I love to see, like, when they, like, got together and they, like, just did the, like, handshake thing. And it oh, was, yeah. like, so fantastic. They were, like, swinging their lightsabers. Yeah. And it was really funny. <laughs> I wish I had a secret handshake like that with anybody. It was so fantastic. I yep. loved it so much. Yeah, I think it was awesome. Yeah. I, I love that one. My my favorite was actually uh, Hopper and Joyce in season through, season three, <laughs> season through, season three. Um, you know, Hopper takes on a real Magnum PI look and feel in that season, which I I appreciate um, as a Burt Reynolds enthusiast. Um, another '80s reference that nobody else on the podcast understands, but that dads everywhere clearly get. That's and... because we're. Ki- that's because it's a teeny. <laughs> it's a early teenager and a ten year old boy. Yeah, so. and I I like that their relationship matured over time, and that they really seem to need each other. Like, I really appreciated the um, Joyce helping with the note. You know that uh, that Hopper had to write to L to help them kind of connect in season two. I thought that was really good. Season three. Or season three, sorry. Yeah, I I just feel like they helped each other so much when they both needed it. They both suffered a lot of loss, and um, they were growing together. It's really sad that Hopper uh, died. I don't know if, if I'm using air quotes that are heavy enough to you hear on the podcast, but I'll say it again with my air quotes. Hopper died. In the end of season three, so yeah, um, it's a um, okay. So, Brayden, I know you are so into monsters and you love them a lot, especially dark. Maybe more than people should love monsters. What are you talking about? (laughs) Dark's the best character in the show. But so, I'm going to be talking a little bit, aka a lot, about the monsters. In t- and I'm going to be going in order of timeline. Mm. Okay, so number one, the demigorgon of season one was honestly um, my second favorite season wise um, because it's um, demi, so it's dart, it's um, demigorgon from season one, and then it's probably spider monster. I, I feel thing. I feel like you picked dart because you'd like to have dart as a pet. What? <laughs> He's wrong with the pet 
Dang. It eats a cat. Dad? Maybe that is like why you like Dustin so much. You're like, he likes monster. I like monster. We'd be best friends. Dad, 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 dad. dad. You do you know how many people probably support this? Actually, probably. Not many. Actually, a lot. A lot of people actually have okay. this. I'm sorry, I got you off track there. Yeah, confirmed people. Sure. That I don't know the names of. We'll we'll do a poll after. Okay. We but, literally will. But Who would adopt Dart? So the Demigorgon <laughs> is honestly, the Demigorgon of season one, it doesn't have very much character in it. Like, it's kind of just the big scary monster that doesn't Yeah, it's in the it. shadows. It's there to provide kind of like this ominous feeling. Yeah. Honest, they did that really well where yeah. you're not knowing it. It's the like Jaws the little, method. Yeah, the little glimpses. Like, the only reason I knew what it looked like is because I saw it on some merch or something. Yeah. Yeah, also, also, um, I'm going to be completely honest. We thought it was a flower monster. Mm. <laughs> we thought it was a flower that was a humanoid, a giant With big human. pointy teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um but also um honestly there's this thing that um kaylee talks about a lot where like if you just look at the um, like it's a lot scarier if you only see like it like every once in a while and not for a long time right the longer you see it the less scary it is and eventually you just kind of you become used to it, it. yeah 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 because what i've noticed is if it's on the screen and it's actively attacking someone it is a lot less scary than it's like they're like trapped somewhere and it's like they're trying to get through the place and you see a sudden movement out of the corner of your eye or like a shadow and it's just like or it's like suddenly yeah. bursting out you don't know where it's going to be it makes you a lot scary. you're more afraid of the feeling than you are the monster is what it seems like yeah but i think honestly it's one of my least favorite monsters because um it's that's why it's not my top because it doesn't have any character at all it's just the big monster that attacks everybody what's your favorite Dart. Okay, what's what's after Dart? So after Dart, I think the Spider Monster. The Spider Monster is the. You mean the flesh thing? No, it's the Spider Monster on the wiki. It's, okay, it's we, called the Spider Monster. Not, we haven't been on the wiki yet, so we're we're calling it the monster that looked like a spider that was made out of dead rats and no. people and, and people humans. Flesh. Yeah, and people flesh. Disturbing. No, maybe maybe this wasn't a show for kids to watch. I'm going to say in the description, hmm. do not watch or do not listen to if you don't want to be spoiled or actually don't want to listen to. I'm, I'm questioning all of my parenting decisions suddenly. Oh, come on. <laughs> we were fine. Yeah, it was only gross when the humans exploded. Honestly, I'm not scared of gore. Gore's right. fine. So, yeah. that, so that one was your favorite? Why was that your favorite, Brayden? Dart. No, uh, sorry, your second favorite. Um... Uh, my second favorite. Oh, yeah. I like the spider monster because the spider monster is number one. It has a lot more... The Mind Flayer has a lot more character than yeah. the Demigorgon because Kaylee, don't give me that look. But the spider monster has a lot of character. Like, it's drones and weird monster sounds and stuff. But honestly, its history and stuff is very cool because it's like this, like weird giant monster entity that kind of rules the upside down and yeah. it's really cool and you can tell it has a plan where the demogorgon is just like i need to eat some stuff so is it the slytherin of monsters it, it is it is a slytherin it's the slytherin yeah. claw slytherin claw yeah he is a, it's super smart clearly it's like a yeah. super entity but i think it's really really cool looking it's not as cool as the 
goo thing from the monster. It's too bad they killed the thing off immediately. Yeah, though. well, I'm, just kind I'm of sure merged. they'll figure it out in the in the fourth season. Yeah, I'm excited for the monster that. But um, my first favorite um, guy is Dart. So Dart is the best character in Stranger <laughs> Things. So Dustin finds him in the trash can as a little weird slug. Yeah. And oh, and just so I can explain the it, polywog. To you, the little booger. The booger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the booger. But so there are there are actually six states in a demigorgon's life, and honestly, just telling about Dart will actually explain them. So, um, honestly, I have a theory that you know that weird dad. Stop laughing at me. But um, so the. So, um, Dustin finds the de- um the demigorgon baby or Dart, or as a tiny disgusting booger slug in the trash can, mm-hmm. scourging for food. My um theory is that it's actually the thing that um will um coughed up the weird. Booger. Yeah. So they kind of imply that. Here's yeah. my here's my theory. So, I think that um what it, what the demigorgon does is when it kills someone it will kind of lay eggs in the person's mouth and that's what that thing is that was in Will yeah. that weird slug. a little alien like yeah 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 that's it, what I thought and then it hatches later as the little thing and gets bigger and even, bigger like it does even Will in the upside down like I feel like he's meant to look like people from the movie Aliens when the aliens would take human host. And then kind of lay eggs in them. I think it was meant to imply kind of a similar Well, not as gross because it doesn't explode out of his stomach. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah, that, that's good. That's right. that's a horror movie thing. But so he finds him and he brings him to school. They almost kill him. But he molts into the second stage, a.k.a. quote, a booger. The booger thing is basically just a really really cute slug monster but really really adorable and is also called a polywog not a booger mm-hmm. and and honestly i think that was his cutest state in the whole thing then he hadn't eaten any cats at that point so yeah i agree with you he doesn't eat any cats for another two molts but um so for next he molts into his buff frog state as i called it because, buff frog yeah he kind of sprouts legs okay kind of gross looking <laughs> and then but, and then it goes to cat eating stage where it's kind of it's kind of like it starts with it has the flower thing it's like it has, demo pup at this point yeah it's like the demo pup yeah but it ha- but it like but it's not big enough to actually attack a human yet it's kind of just this little small thing that mm-hmm. can attack like smaller animals and right. stuff like the cat poor cat and, no Mew, he was acting on his natural instinct. Sure. He needed to eat. None of us are going to argue with you about this. Yeah, that's... A, <laughs> also, also, did you... Also, did, um, what did you think when you first saw him? Um, like, eating the cat? Like, what... Not you, surprised. Not... Oh, yeah, that's probably... Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we've, we've let this thing into the house. The cat... We hadn't seen the cat at all, and then suddenly the cat was featured in the episode before... Yeah. And it's like, oh, they were introduced in the same episode. I wonder where this is going. Yeah, but then but then he um then Dustin traps poor old Dart in the um in the little In the cellar. In the cellar. And then Dart gets scared and molts into his um I think it's fifth, maybe? Yeah, it's fifth, 
molting stage, which is demi-dog. It's, it's big enough to be able to tackle a human, basically. It's really large for actual, for, compared to the demi-pup. And it's honestly really, really cool, but he, can we please stop doing that? But, um, <clears throat> but he, but then he kind of, please stop. But as I was saying, um, he kind of molted into the demi dog, which is kind of like a bigger um, one. He's in the second to last stage before he becomes fully grown. He's kind of as large as kind of like a larger dog or wolf. Mm-hmm. Wolf, wolf. But um, he's like a and big, completely terrifying. Yeah, completely terrifying. Also, also I know that I love Dart, but did he really have to kill Bob? Honestly, he didn't kill Bob because, according to the Wikipedia, he actually didn't kill Bob. He was in the Upside Down in the Cave thing at that time. We can all feel better about Dart now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dart didn't kill Bob. Dart only killed a cat and a bunch of bleeds. But so basically... Um, they, um, the Mind Flayer made Dart and a bunch of other ones come out of the, um, come out of, I'm not sure where, basically an Upside Down in Hawkins, which is the tunnel system. Yep. And then basically killed every, and gorily destroyed every single person in the lab except for like six people. So. And then what's the last stage for Demogorgons? So the last stage is kind of so the in the last scene of season three we see one of the um six stage of the demigorgon. Honestly, it turns out that um one apparently there's regional different types of demigorgon. That was a different species because mm. that certain species actually has nine moltings before fully grown. Right. That's well, why we're not going to talk about all nine of those. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just talking about the normal demigorgon, but it kind of molts into the fully grown stage, the sixth stage, and honestly, if the if the demigorgons would have molted into that sixth stage, if all they would have probably molted all at the same time, and then they would become as dangerous as the demigorgon of season one. It would basically be like the worst. But it's basic. But it's now strong enough to basically break through almost anything. Super strength and super super tall. Really, really awesome and a lot better than all characters in the okay. show. So, yeah. It's, it sounds like we could do a whole podcast just on Demogorgons. I could, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I think for the final thing we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about our seer, our season theories. Um, what we think is going to happen in season four. What like what do we think the developments are going to be? Do we think that another bee guy is going to die? Mm, what do you what do you think, Kaylee? Um, well, first off, if they introduce another character with B as their fir- as the first letter in their name. Oh, this is a good theory. Then yeah, they're okay. going to die. Is this just a family theory? I don't know. Because every time. Season one, Barbara. Season two, Bob. Season three, Billy. Technically, mm. like, um, Hopper died, but, like, it seems like he's not. Hold on. You didn't say that right. Technically, Hopper died. Okay, yeah, that that was a lot better. You could hear the air quotes. Die. I mean, like, I feel like it's like a universally known thing. If you do not see the guy die, you don't know. If there's a new character and your name is Ben or Betsy, just 
out. <laughs> yeah, because, like, also, that's probably what. I'm um, like, we saw Hopper not die. We saw the the other people all disintegrate. But, yeah, yeah, and despite the fact that he was right next to the machine, we didn't see him die. So, he is uh, he's totally going to be alive. There's another character that we didn't see die in season one, necessarily. Yeah. Um, who, um... Who we, yeah, who we think might make a return also. That's yeah, what, that was my theory. Yeah, I think go ahead and talk that, about this one. So I um he's his actual name is Brenner. Yep. Um but so oh, no. Dr. Brenner Another B oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So Dr. Martin Brenner is actually the basically the main antagonist of um well he's kind of the secondary antagonist of season one, but um, all we saw, we never saw him die. All we saw yeah. was him get leaped on by the Demigorgon. If you don't see a Demigorgon eating somebody intestines, we don't know that they're dead. Like, that's remember? actually, we saw Bob. That was why they yeah, showed Yeah, that's why they had to show Bob, right? Because they're like, they're, he isn't going to come Leave back. Leave no doubt. Yeah, like, because they didn't want to be like, maybe he'll come back. <laughs> And then be like, oh, now it's never going to. But he's basically, um, but as Eleven would call him, Papa. But then later, or she calls her the bad man. Yeah. But he's kind of like, he's kind of like this terrible person who wants everybody to have physical, crazy, mental powers, actually. Yeah. And it's really, really crazy and cool. But um, technically, he there's a very big possibility that he's still alive. You think he's coming back? And honestly, you know that Demigorgon that we saw in the cutscene in season yep. three at the end? Um, there's a possibility that the Russians and Brenner, um, he used what happened to release the Demigorgon from the Upside Down the first time to make another He's doing it to for get the Russians. It. Yeah, he's yeah. doing it. He's like, okay, release this thing, but make sure that the thing's in the cage. Do we think Elle's going to get her powers back? Um, I think that she's going to get her powers back. But I think it's going to be, like, end. Like, it's not going to be, like, second episode, she gets it back. I think yeah. it's going to be, like, a side plot. They're trying to get the powers back. Mm -hmm. And they're going to try to figure it out. Maybe, like, um, Brenner will actually, like, have a way that they can do it. And they'll have to, like, make some deal or something. Yeah. Or, or something along the lines where, like... Just seeing him and, like, realizing he's still there hurting people will make her kind of use her powers again. Yeah, so maybe it's, like, something involving him at some way. I know there's, like, um, some theories that, like, he's the one in the South, that they're, like, the American. Yeah. And that, When like, you're led to believe it's maybe Hopper. Yeah, and I think that theory Who is dead. Um, and I feel like that theory is pretty good because it makes a lot of sense. Like, this is how they knew about the Upside Down and everything about how to open the portal and stuff. Yeah. I, my, my theory is that most of the season actually takes place outside of Hawkins with the characters in kind of different places. But in the last two, two episodes, it'll go back to Hawkins. And I think it'll be the last season of Stranger Things. I, I feel like that is true. I'm really, 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 really sad about it. But I think it is true. It yeah. makes me regret binging it, but also not regret it at all. <laughs> well, we'll binge it again before season four comes out. I'm so sad. We will? Oh, good. We're going to watch the whole yeah. show again. Speaking of things that are hard to end. Um, this episode. Um... <laughs> 
Okay, this has been an episode of It's a Book Thing. Um, I really enjoyed this, and I would love... Yeah, this was great. Um, thank you for ha- um, for joining us on this episode, Raiden. Thank you for um, hosting me. <laughs> um, and goodbye.